welcome to the Elevated Muse podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Simone, and I'm a feminine energetics and transformation mentor born and living in Australia. I am super, super honored to have you here sharing this space with me wherever you are in the world. Within the Elevated Muse podcast, we dive into anything and everything that makes someone's soul elevate and truly feel from the core, from expansion in life to depth and understanding of self and others, to intimacy, relationships and sexuality, over to consciousness, emotional intelligence, complete juicy abundance and everything in between. Basically, we do a little bit of everything here because humans are multifaceted. I'm really excited to welcome you to the Elevated Muse podcast, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited for our guest here today because it's going to be dreamy and magical and feminine. We have Aislinn here. I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing your name right. I hate pronouncing people's names wrong. Um, The Abundance Witch, the Abundance Queen on Instagram. Finally, we're sitting down for our podcast today. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Alicia. I'm so excited to be here. Yep, it's Aislinn and you pronounced it perfectly. Thank you. Yeah, before we just um, started recording, I was like, how do you pronounce your name? And then also I would love to get into, before we get into like your background and who you are and what you do, let's talk about what your name means. Because like when you told me, it's kind of crazy, the synchronicity of what's going on in my life and friends' lives right now. So please tell us what your name means. Yes. And just setting the stage for people listening to this later, it's the Cancer full moon. Like we're entering <laughs> retrograde. Alicia and I are like in this funny, dreamy, mystical energy. So who knows what's going to happen today? But um, <laughs> so Aislinn means dream or vision uh, in Gaelic. And it has been, I feel like a very enchanting name to carry with me through my life, especially because I feel like I identify a lot with that kind of energetic um, it's an interesting, you know, I guess it's been an interesting journey because most people have questions about it. You know, being in school, <laughs> the teacher would be like calling all the names and then they'd get to my name and you, their face would just have this puzzled look about them. And I'd be like, here, <laughs> just present. But yeah, I love my name. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I love that. Well, the the dream side of it, like it meaning dream time and dreamy and like you said like this is the energy that you and I are so in right now like I love that you set that that tone because yes we're moving into a cancer full moon my moon is actually in cancer and luckily I'm not feeling like super emotional and stuff I don't I don't know I think I got all my emotions out in 2021 I don't know (laughs) um (laughs) but I'm definitely feeling the the dream time and the I don't know the ethereal like like I you know, I wanted to get into this because I've been having really weird dreams and a friend of mine has had a dream or two here and there that like have had a lot of significance. So I want to get into what dreaming kind of means to you and how that then plays a part in your world, your life, your work. Um, I guess meaning that feminine energy, the things that we can't physically touch 
and see, but it's something that we experience. How would you describe all of that? How does that play a part in your world? I feel like it is so much of my world in a way that I think most people who are tapped into spirituality or their creative energy, their, you know, their feminine energy, I think people who speak those languages, they're, they understand probably what we mean when we're saying these things. But for me, I feel like every single dream I've had, every vision that's been planted in my heart has had a really profound meaning to it, you know, and I know what we want to talk about, like manifestation and all of that today too. And I think that it starts with a vision that you can't see yet, but you know, like it's, it's in your soul. It's in, it's in your heart. You know, it's something that you're going to manifest. You're going to nurture and eventually it will show up for you. You know, if it's in alignment, if it's in your soul's, you know, highest good <laughs> to experience here, that's my, that's my belief at least, you know? And I think that there's a lot to be said about how significant and you know, how much, how much truth there really is in giving your visions the, just the, um, I don't know what word to use necessarily, but just like giving them the significance that they deserve, right? So I think that that's a really important thing that most entrepreneurs have in common, especially feminine, feminine entrepreneurs, right? Women entrepreneurs who have this little seed, you know, and they want to do things differently and they start to feel that they're being guided in a way that's much bigger than they can logically comprehend. And boom, 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 boom. They follow their impulses. They follow their intuition and they create really beautiful businesses or projects or art or relationships. So it really, it's everything <laughs> to summarize it. It's really important. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I have been, a dreamer my whole life. I don't know if that is my cancer moon. I have like one thing in Pisces as well. Cause I know that Pisces, like you said, yeah. um, is really dreamy and like intuitive and magical in that way. And yeah, I think you, that yeah. pardon. What are you? Are you a Libra? Yeah. You are a Libra. Libra sun. Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> and then um, my rising is Gemini, which all of my life I thought was Capricorn, but I found out this last year that it was actually a Gemini. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and then the rest of my chart is like Scorpio crazy. What are you? I am Pisces sun, so dreamy. Thank God I have a Taurus moon and a Libra rising because I feel Aww. very bad. I know Libra, Libra. I feel very balanced in my elements. You know, I don't, I feel like there's a lot of Pisces out there that dream a lot and then don't work or don't, you know, co-create and participate not to be judgmental, but like there's a lot of flow and I love flow. And I know we talk, you know, both a lot about the masculine and feminine dy dynamic, but um, yeah, Taurus moon, I think. And then um, Libra rising contribute to that motivation. But also I've got five planets in Capricorn. So speaking of Capricorn, yeah. <laughs> That's what makes you such a go-getter. <laughs> yes, I love, I love that energy where there's momentum and ambition alongside the flow. I think that really, it's a great, it's a great mix. Yeah, for sure. I I have um, a lot of planets in Scorpio, which I think brings my dark feminine, my dark energy, like 
I'm very transformative. I've been this way my whole life. And I do, I have plant like a couple planets in Capricorn as well. Like that's where my like hard hitting, like go get it comes from. And I mean, what I was saying before is like that dreamy side of me, I have so much air going on. Like there's so much, like I'm in my head a lot, which can be a negative. I suppose I need to like balance that out, come back into the body. Um, but so much dreaming has happened my whole life. Like I would literally in school, just put my head on the table because I could not stand what we were doing. I, I sucked at like paying attention in school. Like I, I feel like I've had ADD my whole life, but I would literally just put my head on the table and just daydream in my head, literally. And even now, like that's kind of how I've always like gotten to sleep is like, daydreaming and I just love it I I love it so much and I think in our society what we're trying to change and bring light to is that that unseen and the dreaming and the feminine energy of things so intangible and mysterious or transformative like those things are so powerful and so necessary if we want to be in alignment with our soul we can't just make a whole to-do list and a plan of everything and then execute on that if there's no underlying feeling of the the higher vision the higher calling and pull um so I guess with all that being said, obviously you do work on that. I do work on that. Please tell the audience like really who you are and what you do and how all of this would, I guess, then make sense to people listening. Cause we've just like gone off on a tangent. Let's put all these dots together, shall we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I am a success and business coach and I feel like that is just the tip of the iceberg. So Um, I started my business in 2017 and the first programs that I offered were really about like mindful menstruation and, you know, being a woman and appreciating that and turning feminine burdens into feminine blessings, you know, and making sure that there's a sacred relationship you have to your cyclical nature and, um, and all of that. And for a while there, I'd been nurturing my Instagram audience without monetizing it. And I started a Yoni egg shop, was selling crystals, was shipping them like out of my house. That was really fun. And then it eventually turned into doing programs about generalized like abundance and how that works in alignment with, uh, you know, the moon or cyclical natures, all of that. Over time, you know, I start making 10K months, 20K months, 30K months, and it starts to just compound. And then people are asking me how to start their own businesses where they start their own programs online and how they can monetize their Instagrams. And so I love like the roots of the feminine energy and being a woman entrepreneur. And I also really love that I've kind of taken on a little bit more of the structure and the strategy of how do you do this? You know, how do you do this? And then when we talk about how do you do this, it does come down to what you were just sharing, like the higher vision and what motivates you? What desires do you have in your heart that are actually authentic versus like what you think you should do in your business or how much money you should make? Like what is actually truly yours to create from your place of authenticity versus it being something that you're like, you know, oh, this is plastered all over the coaching industry. 
I should do this from a validation point, you know, or a self-worth perspective. And um, it feels really good to guide women into more of like their authentic creative state. You know, we talk a lot about sexual energy and sensual energy. And I have one of my most favorite programs and my most signature programs, which I was terrified to offer the first time, <laughs> is called Orgasmic Manifestation. And it's really about, you know, how do you create a life that really turns you on, not just sexually, but in fulfillment of all ways. And how do you receive? How do you prioritize pleasure? How do you, you know, let go of masculine analyzation tendencies and actually trust your body? So it's been a great wild ride. I've made over like a million dollars the last few years. And it's just been from that place of excitement and turn on. And I don't want to forget this one, but obviously personal growth and, and pressurized personal growth where you move through big stages of healing, big stages of limitation. You know, you hire mentors because you feel like you don't want to do it alone. And then they shine a light on something. You're just like, oh my gosh, that's absolutely something I have to heal. I have to clear that. So it's been so fulfilling and I, I love every second of it. <laughs> I love that. I, and I, I love that you said kind of creating a life that feels true to you from within. I think that's a really important piece to touch on because in this world, world of social media that we are all tapped into, especially in the coaching space, which I know that like a lot of my listeners and audience and obviously my clients and everyone that I'm kind of associated with is in that type of space where even if it's health industry or it's manifestation or it's business coaching, or it's a blend of all of it, um, we're always learning from the next person. We're looking at someone else. We're inspired by other people. We're tapped into other people's frequencies. We're being mentored by that person who's being mentored by that person. Like it is a big flow of energy. And like, if you just come into it, like you can get sucked right up and get lost. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people, especially if they like for instance, go to your page or even my page or someone's page who has however many followers and is successful in their business. And then they feel their energy and they're like, this is what I have to do. So how, how would you tell a client or my audience, like how to tap truly into that core part of you? Like, are there things that we need to switch off and away from? Do we need to really like I always say, like unfollow a lot of people. Like I try, I have to like, I check in and support so many people, but I can't be in hundreds and thousands of people's feeds. Like it's exhausting to me. Like how, how do we tap into that true essence of our nature? How do we know what is true for us when it could just be something that floated in and it looks lovely from the outside? How do we know and how do we find that? Ooh. Such a good question. So <laughs> I, I feel like there's going to be an overlap, you know, and that's okay. I think like we got to normalize being overwhelmed sometimes in the process of finding what you want to do. I think it might be um, helpful to have kind of like a buffet where you're trying things out. You're trying on this person, you're trying on this branding, you're trying on, you know, this Instagram bio, like <laughs> whatever it might be. 
But I think it's very important that, and this this would be a great program, I think, or a great podcast, just simple topic, great free training, where it's how do you know in a physical sense what what is intuitively like a yes and then what is from an ego perspective a yes you know that you started to chase and you're starting to get overwhelmed by and you're starting to feel less than or not enough if you consume more of that you know and I'd say that takes practice I don't think many people know what that feels like right out of the gate so if you're new in the industry if you're new as, as a coach or if you're yeah just generally in the beginning stages I would make sure that you're just tuning in and checking in consistently because it'll change. You might notice that following one, you know, somebody one week will give you a, a spark. And then that might have been the, the relationship gift that you needed from that particular connection. And then the next week you might notice that, you know what, following that person is making you feel like you're, you got to catch up. So stop, mute, unfollow, take your time for yourself to notice like, what are you chasing versus what are you being inspired by? Because they're totally different energies. Um, I'd love to hear your perspective on this too. But for me, when I'm inspired, sometimes I can be inspired by um, like a contracting negative energy first, where it's like competition or jealousy or envy. And then you alchemize that and if you do the work and you have the support system, you're like, oh, I can do that too. Hold on a second. Like, I'm not envious anymore. I'm not jealous from a negative place. I'm actually inspired. So to me, that feels like alchemy. To me, that's a process that you can shift if you want to, but that doesn't mean that you perpetuate that cycle of like getting turned on by something that originally turned you off. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally know what you mean. And I agree. I think that is alchemy. And I think that that is a big part of it. But I really appreciate your answer to that, which is like, I guess, noticing what feels like an egoic desire, uh, which we all have a lot of, like, we all have egoic desires. Our ego is so strong, especially in this realm of social media. I think that's where we can get so, so caught up because a lot of the time we're seeing people's egos online even even if you're a spiritual like you know open-hearted healer like you're gonna be coming to social media with some of your ego because we kind of have to to protect our souls or to protect our energy or did you have something to say on that yeah yeah I was gonna say the ego in itself is not negative it's not bad I just think when you notice that something is starting to drain you from a place of wanting to catch up or keep up to be good enough or to, you know, be a part of the crowd. I think that that's not necessarily, this is so multi-layered, but it's not just ego. I think that that comes from a place of honoring your insecurities and honoring the place within you that doesn't feel like enough and knowing that, you know what, we all have that. I don't know anybody that does not have that a little bit, maybe a lot of it, right? But there's so much to be said about just knowing that that's normal, but don't let that drive you like let your vision for your best life your most fulfillment drive you and sometimes you can get little sparks and little moments of inspiration but like yeah I think it's 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 iffy territory because you could say like wanting 10k months for example is from a place of greed and ego when that's not necessarily true you just have to do the work of creating significance around why that's you desire that for you you know (laughs) 
yeah, like why it is true for you and uh, yeah, the the point that you're making on the the chasing. And I remember you said like chasing or that person is inspiring. There are like so many different energies. I know you said like, it's so multi-layered because it is, it's like, oh my God, I don't even know where to go with this. But I think like our ego can really get triggered by a lot of things that we see in this realm and it can take us deeper within ourselves or it can place us into a a uh, more shadow shadowy like murky energy of chasing an insecurity and like you're not good enough and we have to fight to be seen by like other people versus like that I'm just inspired by that because I'm triggered by it it brings up something within me and then I'm gonna go deeper into that figure out why that is and like you said we can have the material things or the vacation or the 10k 20k months and still be really really grounded in our own why and our own vision so how does someone really really tap into that obviously checking in with themselves is there some type of practice that we should be doing is it finding your own practice every single day that works for you like how do you know that you've hit the sweet spot I love that you just said the sweet spot because that's literally like what I was being guided to go (laughs) it's I feel first, it's creating that relationship with desire for yourself and with pleasure and with fulfillment. What in your life outside of your business, outside of money feels that way for you so that you almost have like a a thermostat or a compass where you know what that feels like for you authentically without it coming from a place of like societal shoulds. Um, So to me, that feels like there's this is exactly what we're talking about in the beginning because it's hard to put words to this. It's a feeling. And I'm going to do my best to share what this feeling feels like. But it usually comes through in the moments where I am most present. The moments where I'm not reaching into the future or reaching into the past, where I'm not justifying anything. I'm just potentially listening to music and dancing. I'm in meditation with doing, you know, just breath work or maybe guided meditation. I might be post making love, right? Where you're just in like this ooey gooey energy of just presence and sensation and fulfillment and joy and connection. Those are the times where I feel in my body, like that's a yes to me. That feels like my authentic yes. And when I start to think about money or I start to think about business goals or what I want more of for myself, what, what do I, what does my life look like in five years? If it doesn't have that really warm heart sensation or like kind of a tingly turn on sensation that doesn't necessarily come from just like my pussy. It might come from just like a deep soul level place. And that's hard to put words to, but I think when you experience that, you know what that feels like. So you start to think about like, oh, you know, I am going to get inspired. I might hop on Pinterest. I might join a mastermind. I might join a group program and just let my inner compass tell me like, yeah, that's a yes. That's a turn on. That's a warmth. That's like a, that will make me more me in the best sense. And when I'm more me, I'm more happy and I'm more just fulfilled in all ways. And then when you start to move into like the other side of the compass, it might feel more like, you know what, this feels like less of me. Actually, I start to lose myself. We've all been there where you start to lose yourself. And when you're losing yourself consistently, it's probably because you're trying to follow what is not meant for you. And you'll start to have little moments of 
recognizing like, you know what, this relationship is making me less of me. I feel, I feel like shell of myself or, you know, the structure of my business, the clients I'm working with. I saw that last reel that you posted where you're like, soulmate 100% aligned clients only. And that'll make you more you, and that'll make you a better you. And you'll feel so excited to show up for that versus less excited to show up for that. Does that resonate with you? I feel like that was, there's a lot there, but it's a lot of feeling. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, for sure. I get it. I get it. And I think like where I've been at, obviously, because we spoke about this before getting on, like I've had COVID, had sickness, you've had it as well. Everyone I freaking know has had this last variant and I know that like going through that process is such a death. And I feel like even before that, I was going through this like stage of another part of my ego dissolving, like a part of my ego that was showing up in business and showing up online, which we need, we need part of that. Like, it's not bad, but it was like a lot of it was, I guess, leading my, my mission and leading some desires I had. And then I went through this whole internal process where I'm like, hang on, no, like I need to bring it back fully to soul and then figure out what soul really needs and wants. And I guess a lot of the time, it's not always a pretty process. It's not always a fun, pleasurable process. It's not always like this love and light, like that we mostly see online. Cause it's like the extended version of it where the person's been through it and we're finally at the other end. Um, But I guess like finding that sweet spot and finding that soul, like you find more of it in doing those yes things, like you said. And I think that comes with like setting the boundaries, setting a a yes or a no to one simple thing in your life. Because then you'll look at every other area and be like, okay, where else am I falling short of myself? Where else am I ignoring my true intuition, my, my true being. So yeah, I love that answer. Um, I guess like the main question I wanted to ask you today is really like, how does someone using all this energy and these thoughts that we have already said, like, how, how do you manifest with ease? What are the steps that you kind of would suggest to people that you teach people? Because I know that everyone's got their own unique spin on manifestation out there, but how do you, as the, you know, abundance, witch that you are, how do you manifest with ease? Where do we start? Okay. Disclaimer. This might be disappointing for some people. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be what you need to hear and probably not what you want to hear. So I love how our conversation has kind of been leading to this because to me, manifesting with ease isn't like, this is easy. This feels like right all the time. Like what you were just saying, Alicia, I so resonate with you because you have to move through these contracting phases of your life that break things down and take things away from you where you let go in the process of letting go to me is so intertwined with the process of manifestation my heart has been broken over and over and over during this entire process. And while it's been broken, it's been broken open and I've had to clear space and allow in and receive what's actually aligned, let go of what's not. I mean, it's not pretty. 
And you know, as your Scorpio dark feminine gifts, like that's what you're here to bring through so much of. I feel like that is a part of the process that isn't glamorous, but it's required for us if we're really committed at least, right? Like no one's required to go through massive personal growth spurts if they don't really want to. When you say yes to it, you declare you're ready for your next level. You declare you want next level love, next level money. Like you have to be ready uh, to, to receive what you need on a soul lesson kind of basis and what you need to release. So manifesting with ease to me is a perspective. It's not a guarantee that everything's going to be perfect and pretty and glamorous and you're going to make, you know, six figures in two months. <laughs> it's going to be great and dandy the whole way through. I instead see it as like a relationship with ease that does not mean easy because I think the more support we have and the more committed we are and the more literally like 110% this is meant for me no matter what and I'm going to show up for that, that mindset will create ease because then everything that you attract, everything that you move through, every lesson, every heartbreak, every, every moment of compression then becomes something that you are in relationship with from a place of knowing it's for you versus against you, you know? So I guess that that's where I see ease plays into this. And you know it's frustrating because everyone does want to manifest easily. And some people will, that's wild, right? Where you can see someone manifest money, like no big deal. Other people manifest love, no, no big deal. And then with each of those people, the opposites will be really difficult. And that has to do with our relationship to what these things mean. What does love mean to me? What does money mean to me? What does ease mean to me, right? What does pleasure mean to me? And what are my previous relationships that make me resistant to receiving those things? And that's the work and that's fulfillment. Because honestly, if this were all easy, everyone would be doing it and we wouldn't be happy. Because I think that like our happiness does come from the growth that we experience when we realize I went through that and I, I survived. Not only did I survive, I'm next level confident, resilient, assured of myself. Like I know I can handle it. That feeling, like you can't buy confidence that it happens through those moments, which I don't think anybody likes, but we appreciate in hindsight. Mm, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, f I feel that. I think a lot of people think that there's one way to manifest. And I really do think it's a unique, it's a unique journey for everybody. It's a unique vibration for everybody. It's, it's so different for everybody on what you're will. Like, I mean, what's coming to my mind is like what you're actually willing to open to what you're willing to let in what you're willing to receive. That's that to me is how to manifest is like, what am I actually willing to be in the vibration of? Um, and sometimes I guess relating back to what we said just before, like, where is my mind going with this? <laughs> it's like, there are so many things just running around <laughs> rampant, like, you know, I'm having a total mental blank. Like the dark feminine energy of like. This is my COVID brain. This is my COVID brain. I understand. I said <laughs> 
the end. Just disclaimer, <laughs> anybody listening to this podcast, take take what you need and leave the rest, right? Like take what you need, leave the rest, let this resonate wherever it resonates for you. I think that that's, whenever we're having these big conversations, it's hard for us to get to a point, which I think is so ironic because we're not here to like make a point necessarily. We're here to just like let people hear us, let people be inspired by one thing and turned off by another. Like let that be, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's what like the beauty is of any podcast or any book or any teaching or guru. Like we can't just place one person's truth that's outside of us as the truth. It's like we have to find it within us and hear little things out everywhere that either trigger something or a yes. But I guess where I was going with that is like the way to actually let something manifest in your life is how open and willing are you to actually receive it and be in the energy of it? Because there are so many times where we can sit back and like think I, I need that life and I need that business and I need that money and I need all those clients. And it, it might not even be our true. Yes. Like we don't, we don't know until we've actually let certain illusions dissolve or, we've really sat with ourselves in the dark and been like, hang on a second. That's not actually us. Like we're not, we're playing out a pattern in a life and a job or whatever it is that isn't even us. So how are we meant to manifest in that energy when we're not even in line with the soul, the true soul mission and everyone's is so uniquely different. And so how can we all expect to have the exact same success or the exact same results or the, I think, where I was getting at, like going back to what we were saying before is like someone's success could be so, so different to the next person's. And you need to redefine that. I think every, every week or every month, like, I mean, going through this COVID sickness thing and moving into a new year, like I've had to be like, hang on, am I, am I still in line with what I was quote unquote attracting or chasing or wanting last year? Or am I, redefining success? Am I redefining what I actually want my life to look like? Do I need those 30, 40 K months every single month? Do I need X amount of clients to be like, Oh, my business is successful now. Do I need to keep building in that area or should I branch out more and do different things? Because my mission at this point in life could be so, so different. It could be like health is the priority. It could be like mental health is priority. It could be resting and changing how my nervous system feels could be my priority. So I think like redefining success to us, like could actually help us manifest easier because instead of wanting, 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 wanting all these things and chasing all these things and being like, I want that. And I want that. And I'm going to sit with this thought and try and manifest this thing. It's like, find out what your actual body and soul imprint is asking for right now. Cause yeah. Yeah. it might be closer than you think. <laughs> yeah. It's always, it's always closer than you think. I think it's just, I, I love everything that you just shared because it's so on point and it gives people permission to detach from whatever you feel like you should be achieving. And for both of us, I know we deconstruct even the paradigm of achievement and we create a paradigm of allowing, you know, and I, that, I mean, that's something that's so nourishing to the nervous system and it's so nourishing to the body. And I agree with what you were just saying, because everyone's blueprint of success is going to be so unique. 
And it's up to us, to, especially as women, like we get to try on clothes all the time. We get to try on makeup. We get to just try on different identities. We get to play with our, our sensual experience as a human. And you get to play in that same realm with success. Honestly, like so much of my newsfeed or my Instagram are like little cabins in the woods and fluffy puppies and nature videos. And just like, that's who I am. That's what my success blueprint is. I don't need, like, I have nice bags. I have luxury things. I have an Audi car. I have like nice material things, but I realized that like the core driving desire I have is a feeling of peace. It's a feeling of connection and intimacy and love in my life. It's the feeling of really feeling fulfilled on a spiritual level through my intimacy, through my relationships, through my business. And that's, I mean, I wouldn't have known that unless I would have, you know, experimented. So experimenting without attaching is I think so beautiful, especially with whether that's in your love life, whether that's with money, whether that's in your business. I think that that serves so many people because you have to, I, exactly what you were just saying, when you are actually aligned with that ease for yourself, receiving more that contributes to that vision that you have will flow in with a lot less resistance because you're not in a place of need. You're following, I mean, this is so cheesy, but right, like you're following your heart and you're paving your own way outside of what should be done or outside of achievement, outside of accomplishment and more in like, what is my personal life of luxury look like? And that could be a farm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That could be a homestead. That could be, a, it could be a high raise apartment in 50K months. And it could be the opportunity to like, you know, visit family all over the world. That's where you get to play with what excites you. And maybe even for the listeners listening right now, hearing different varieties of what success is and what lights you up, what kind of piques your interest a little bit, like keep, take note of that and look for more of that. Open more of those doors. I think that that's so important and stop scrolling on Instagram for coaches, you know, and trying to catch up in, in an industry that will just become an echo chamber if you let it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think experiencing all the different things and dipping our toes in different areas is so vital. And I guess knowing that that's what we're doing, I guess, like for people listening to have that perspective instead of us thinking like, oh, we have to have it all right right now. And I have to have X amount of money coming in right now. And I need to be at that level of my business right now. Like taking it as you really need to like your experience, your unique experience and like your, your lessons that you're learning along the way, that is your truth. That is your story. That is what will actually then I guess, create a revolution and a shift in consciousness, which is what I think most people that we're surrounded by want in general. Um, and people listening to this, that's what we want to do. We want to create waves in consciousness right now. And I think that's what we're all here to do. We're all here to just do little parts of that. And it all becomes this huge effect. Um, so I guess like before we finish off today, I'd love to know like, what, what are the, the steps to integrate both the, the masculine structure that you have in your business with that 
feminine embodied side of you that is in the dream time like how do you start to integrate both to actually quote unquote get shit done but then still be like at ease and in flow in your business because I think that is that in itself that whole topic is like one thing that most people struggle with like myself included like how to balance both yeah it's gonna always fluctuate you know there's phases in business that are hyper masculine because you know maybe you're preparing for a launch or you're restructuring the way that you serve your clients and then there's going to be times where you really don't want to work with a ton of one-on-one clients you just want to stay more in your creative flow and you want to be writing posts and creating content all the time versus actually teaching or serving right so there's a dance and i find that trusting that kind of dance dynamic is going to serve you a lot especially though What's required is, and this is why we hire coaches, but what's required is your own discernment and your own personal accountability, because it's really easy to be like, I'm just going to stay in the flow. And then you're frustrated that you didn't hit an income goal for the month, for example. And that's great to have income goals. It's great to have financial goals. It's great to have milestones. And then to be able to show up for that for yourself, what I love implementing are basically like, what's my minimum, medium, and maximum? Like my minimum is, okay, I'm going to write a post every day. Maybe that's my minimum to just show up, right? And contribute and nurture and create community, that kind of thing. My medium might be like, okay, I'm going to really just show up for my one-on-one clients and my mastermind this, this week and, you know, create a few posts, but like my focus is going to be on just going all out for the people who are already in my world. And then if you want to layer all of that, you want to look at like, well, how, what do you want to create? If you want to just blow it out of the water this month, you're going to have to participate a lot. And at the same time, create a lot of space to stay in alignment and receive as well, allowing like what you were saying. And so for you, it's going to be just for anybody listening, I would look at what is, what are the ways you can commit to for yourself? Because that is divine masculine energy. You know, it's devotion and it's commitment. It's showing up even when you don't really want to because you value what you want to create more than your current mood that you're in, you know? So that requires a lot of discipline, not from a place of like punishing yourself, but, but discipline from a place of honoring future you. Keeping that in mind for me is motivating because I don't want to stagnate. I don't want to stay in the same place the whole time. And bringing in that divine masculine energy of accountability, you know, and presence and precision, that to me feels so good when I am implementing that with giving myself permission. And that might look like, you know what, this morning I'm creating a reel and I'm creating a post all afternoon. I'm going to take a massage and, you know, connect over podcasts with Alicia, (laughs) that kind of thing. So it is a balance and it's a dance and it's more harmonious than it is a balance act. Um, I feel like we could create a whole course on this because this is such a big question. And I think that the feminine, and this is what a lot of people hire me for, and I'm sure as you as well, where if you're in more of the disempowered feminine, what you require is just a mentor or a support system or a group or some kind of training to help you even out and bring a little bit more energy towards the empowered masculine potentially. And everyone is so different. So if you notice that you're kind of requiring a little bit more support. You just have to have that initiative to, to value it and invest in it, you know, and that's where a lot of that masculine ambition and drive also comes from. It's like, what are you valuing um, for your future versus just 
what emotion are you in today that you can kind of offset <laughs> your action taking for to tomorrow? Right. Yeah. Beautiful answer. Yeah. I really resonate with all of that. I think those are things we need to keep in mind when we're running our own quote unquote soul led business or our own business as feminine women, which I know most of my audience is like, we need to keep all these layers of us in mind. And I guess what's coming to my mind is like nourishing the parts that really need nourishing and then resting the parts that need resting. And then I guess getting in tune with that cycle every single month of like where we're actually at. Cause I know that when I'm, when I'm ovulating, like I can like create a lot more like powerful stuff and like be there with a lot of people um, versus like luteal phase right now that I'm in where it's like, I, I could never like hold a mastermind class right now. I just like literally couldn't. I'm more in tune with myself in that way that I know that I actually need to be more feminine in my life in general. Like I really, really do. If I'm super, super masculine, I end up burning out. I have a strong masculine and I think that's what allows me to create, but I know myself and I've learned from experience. And I think if we all learn from experience and watch ourselves and become the observers of how we run our business and then like noting what doesn't feel that good, noting what actually looks and feels really good and just continuously like shifting and changing from there. Cause sometimes like the whole thing might need to burn to the ground and you need to like completely recreate. And I feel like that's where I've been at. And I want to like hold space for people that like in that same chapter and say that that is okay. Like all of the stages that we're all in are completely unique and completely okay. And we just like that driving why underneath it all, like keep coming back to that when you feel like you really can and then allowing things in from that space, if that makes any sense. (laughs) It makes so much sense. That was beautiful. So eloquent. I was like nodding the whole time. (laughs) Your actual video. Yeah. I love what you just said because we really do. I mean, I think there's a lot of people, this is just my last little two sets, but I think a lot of people go into, you know, creativity or, you know, entrepreneurship, trying to get it all right, trying to do it right, trying to get the masculine just right, the feminine just right. And then they forget to get messy and fail forward as, as, you know, I feel like a lot of people say, fail forward. And, you know, that's the only way you're going to learn. And it's one way you learn and experimenting and not being afraid to trip here and there, to get messy here and there, to like learn through actual doing. That's the only way to get feedback. And you might be more in your masculine, you might be more in your feminine. It doesn't really matter as long as you can course correct and honor like your natural energetic dynamic that works best for you, right? Totally. Yeah, I I feel like that is the chapter I've been in the last few months. It's like, hang on, like we don't need to be perfect. We don't need to make this <laughs> business perfect and have even the perfect course. Like that just simply doesn't like my pattern, like the, the thing that I need underneath it all that is true to me is like so different from anything I've ever seen. So I'm going to have to like take time creating that and take time feeling what feels really fucking good to me because that's what will feel good to solo clients. I can't be just doing what everyone else is doing. And I think so many people listening would be the same. So just go at your own fucking pace is what I want to say. 
like a blessing and a curse. You're a visionary. You know, you have, I see what you create. It's just pouring out of you. I feel like all the time from what I can see. And I love that. And I admire that about you because it does feel like you just give yourself so much permission to create on that whim, you know, on that spontaneous, just I'm creating this because this feels right. And this is a good message. And I care about this message and this matters. I think that that's a huge gift. And I also know that, you know, when you're just in a place of being a visionary, like you're literally paving a path that no one has walked before. And that's exciting. And also like, yeah, bring out your machete and cross some things that no one's crossed before. And that's, it's a huge gift, but it's also challenging. And I feel like, I feel like you're still signed up for it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. And I think so many people listening will probably relate to that. And I think those are the people that we need leading these spaces. We need speaking in these spaces um I even did a tweet the other night when I like I had this random thought come to my head that was like you know you can't lead a revolution and change the world if you're staying hidden and silent so we need to express in whatever way we feel called to express and that could be in person that could be on Instagram that could be through a tweet that could be writing a book or doing a course doing a masterclass like there are so many ways to get messages out and across and I think the way that just feels best to you is the way that you're meant to do it (laughs) to be honest trust the transmission as it comes through I love that most people I see who are very successful and just create a lot of following they have that gift to run with the impulse and not second guess themselves and not get stuck in perfection and they just they just create because obviously they're creating for them. And then the benefit is other people like it too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Aislinn. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate our conversation and how we've let it flow, even though you know that I'm feeling still exhausted and under the weather. Thank you for being patient with me. (laughs) Absolutely. I've been there. I've been in your shoes. I understand. And I think that this conversation was perfect. It was, it was good. It was needed. I'm sure that people are going to love it. I'm going to re-listen to it and take some notes. I think there's going to be a lot to come from this. I think it's just a beautiful reminder. So thank you so much for being here. I'm going to put your information in the show notes of the podcast, of course, so people can go and find you, but thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Always, 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 always a pleasure. I'm so excited for um, just this new year. I feel like when it starts off a little rough, like you're going to create so much magic this year. It's going to be the best yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're hoping for an amazing year. It's going to happen. It's going to (laughs) happen. Exactly. Thank you, Thanks so much.